Uh, welcome to the NDS podcast. I'm Clay. I'm Colby. And uh, don't really have any gaming news at the moment, so. Uh, I do. Oh, you do? Actually. Right. Yeah, in terms of phasmophobia. <laughs> Basically, phasmophobia is getting uh, two new ghosts. Uh, the yokai and the hanatu. Hantu, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Speak Asia. Uh, they're yeah. But uh, the the yokai is a it's a a ghost that doesn't like when people talk. So that'll be interesting. And then the han hantu or whatever it's called. It is. It's kind of interesting. It actually, uh, it'll move faster in the colder rooms, and uh, slower in warm ones. And yeah, I don't know when they're coming to Phasmophobia, or if they've literally just been added. Mm. But yeah, yeah, so Phasmophobia is gonna get two new ghosts and a new map, actually. Uh, is, yeah, go on. To paint ye, uh, it's gonna be a cramped little house. So, yeah, oh yeah, and uh, <laughs> yeah, the ghosts are gonna have a, a three times like chance of showing up so that people can see them more, uh. which I think will be a bit annoying because you only get the same ghosts over and over again. It, it'll probably only be for a certain amount of time though. Yeah, no, it it, it will be. But still, for that short amount of time, it'll be <laughs> annoying. Because all you're going to get is th- are those two ghosts, essentially. Yeah. Um. Oh, actually, I forgot some things that we can talk about. Uh, so let's talk about Stalker. Uh, you know what Stalker is? Uh, no, not really. Um, so basically, for anyone that doesn't know what uh, Stalker is... Um, Basically, Fallout, but you make it more survival-oriented and a whole lot more challenging in a fun way. That's Stalker. Um, I mean, the game is like, you got to manage your ammo and resources. You need to make sure you're not carrying too much and you have a very small carry limit. Um, there's The main thing is that there's different anomalies because it takes place in uh, Pipiet which is uh, where uh, Chernobyl is. And the first thing that's called, called Call of Pripyat or some shit. Um, but it takes place, like, around the Chernobyl area, so, like, there's nuclear anomalies and stuff that happen and, and mutants. And it's actually really hard, but it's really fun. And it's ki- it's fun in the same way that Dark Souls is fun. And that you just throw yourself mm-hmm. at a challenge over and over. Um... So Stalker Two, oops, sorry. Um, the last Stalker that came out, which there was Stalker Call of Pripyat, Stalker um, Shadow of Chernobyl, I believe, and then there was a third one, I believe. The last one that was made, that third one, came out in two thousand nine. Stalker games. And there's been no word of of another one since. Well, they uh not just recently like it kind of was talked about last year but basically stalker 2 is happening this year 
assuming that they haven't delayed or anything extra. Which we still don't have a very solid release date, and considering we're halfway through this year, should be really, really close, and it's coming to a Xbox and PC. But the pictures and stuff, it it looks <laughs> really good. Um, really good graphics, which Stalker's not really ever been known for. Um, <laughs> but, you know, normally it would be just a hands-down get Stalker. But there's actually a new game that's coming to the scene. And actually, I don't know if the game already came out or not. Um, Chernobylite, which... Um, Chernobylite is basically Stalker, but like not. Um, okay, I believe I already came out. Um, so it's basically, uh, yeah, it came out July of this year. So I don't know if it came out already or if it is coming out soon. Uh, either way. Chernobylite is going to be the contender against, uh, uh, okay, no, July 28th, so that's next month, because mm. I forgot that it's June and not July, um, yeah, which I don't know much about Chernobylite, but that's basically gonna be, like, a pick one or the other, and I'm sure that it's gonna be a, <laughs> like, like, the old COD versus Battlefield, like, it's gonna be Chernobylite versus Stalker. Cause it'll be yeah, <laughs> except both of them are going to turn shit, and then no one's going to care. Hopefully not. Same. Hopefully at least one of them stays, but... <laughs> I'll probably yeah. get both of them just to see, what, see how it is. Yeah, one of them's going to come back and just be 200 gigabytes, and the other's <laughs> just going to be extremely mediocre, and but sort of all right. <laughs> So I think the main difference here, like the main gameplay difference, is that Stalker is a very single-player-oriented game, and Chernobylite is very focused on getting companions and getting through it with, um, you know, the other AI to help you. Um, mm. Now, for anyone who hasn't played Stalker and owns a PC, um, Stalker costs like 20-30 bucks on Steam to get the first one. Uh, but there's actually a really nice standalone mod, uh, Stalker Anomalies, which is, it basically is a, a better version of, of, like, the Stalker games, like, a newer version of it, but it's fan-made, but it still all follows the Stalker story, it takes place after at least the first game I know, um, which you don't even have to play it to understand the story, um, and it, that's free, Stalker Anomaly, so you got a PC, check it out. Um, that's the end yeah. of my spiel. <laughs> well, in your spiel, I have actually, and I saw an ad earlier, and I don't know why I didn't think anything of it, but, uh, Clay, you remember how we played Sea of Thieves? You remember that? You remember oh, that? Oh, oh, I think I know where you're going with this, yeah. Yeah, they're bringing Captain Jack Sparrow <laughs> to Sea of Thieves. And uh, apparently, they're going to do it uh, on June 20th. They're doing a, a in-depth look at the update on mm. Twitch and YouTube. Uh, I believe it says uh, it'll take place from uh, 11 a.m. PT 
and 2 p.m. ET. So, <laughs> yeah, they're gonna bring Captain Jack Sparrow, and you're gonna get to do that. And I think the main enemy <laughs> this time will be literally Davy Jones. Mm, I, never I, was, I was sides of the Caribbean. Yeah, I, I haven't <laughs> either, but I think I know who it is. Is it? I'm pretty sure it's the Squid Face Man. I'm pretty sure it is too. Yeah, but uh, I when I was playing, I always wondered where they were gonna go after Flameheart, because Flameheart seemed like sort of like an end boss kind of deal. I just yeah. didn't like know. I didn't know where they would go with it. <laughs> and then they, all of a sudden, Captain Jack Sparrow. They got so the license. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, it's gonna the adventure will start out uh, breaking Captain Jack out of prison. Of course. Which seems like a fun thing to do. I would almost get back into Sea of Thieves again. Dude, we I don't played, know if I. We played so much of that. I I couldn't. <laughs> You you did not play so much of that. I did. I played like I I didn't play before you, but like I played before you. You obviously played it in the beginning. Okay, when I started playing it though, me and Sedlock played so many hours. Like Dude, you wanna compare hours? I don't actually know how many hours I have in this game. Yeah, neither probably, do I. <laughs> probably not a lot, but like I don't know. I, like, when we played recently, like, you played, like, once or twice, and it was just me and Sedlock, and sometimes Sebastian, just ripping that game apart, just playing constantly. It's because I got burnt out on it. <laughs> you played, like, twice. No, I played without no, you. you. Me and Sedlock played. <laughs> yeah, before. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but... You weren't we. You guys weren't playing for a while, and then you got into it again, and then me and Sedlock played forever. How wait? How how long did you guys play before I actually like joined up? At least two months. That's why like uh, I uh, I can't play games much like, longer than two months straight without starting to get burnt out. Did you? <laughs> did were you? Because I, I, I had you as a friend, so I should have seen this. But, like, how... You guys were playing two months before I even joined? Uh, before you or started like, playing did you seriously, take... at least. Oh. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, I, I have four days in this game. Four days and six hours. Um, on the just topic almost, of updates, which is o over a hundred hours. <laughs> um, on the topic of updates, uh, State of K two. Um, have you played any of the State of Decays? Uh, yes. Was State the first of Decay. Uh, yeah, probably because State of Decay two. I had no interest in. Actually, I, I barely, like, played State of Decay because I was a little child when I played it. And as a child, I was just simultaneously the dumbest, like, player in any video game. <laughs> and somehow, like, 
still managed to get through it. I like <laughs> I I was so so dumb and just so bad at everything. Like I'm not even good nowadays. Like I'm glad like I like playing with you because I'm better than you. <laughs> Usually I'm I'm typically better than you at like generally most video games we play. Which makes me happy. Because you, you wanna, I you wanna, suck. You wanna talk about Super Animal Royale or uh Yeah. Yeah <laughs> Yeah, let's talk about that. That's great. What a great game. We gotta play this after we do we finish five house. Uh, just uh, just real quick, uh for anyone that plays State of Decay two, update twenty five is coming out Monday and that's uh that's including Plague Territories, which there's been, been uh little information about. So uh, anyone that has any interest stay stay tuned. Um so yes, uh, uh, Super Animal Royale. What a great, <laughs> what a great game. Um, we should probably explain that. Yeah. So Battle Royale, top down. Two um, D, top down. You play a- as animals. Yep. And yeah, it's, it's, uh, it, that's that's the the games <laughs> are super short. That's what makes it special, in my opinion. Is that yeah. an entire game lasts ten minutes at most. Yeah, and you, it's a, it's, it's weird, cause like a lot of like, like battle royale games, you get really, like you can get really upset like losing it, but Super Animal Royale, you like, oh, I died, get back into another game, don't care, like losing in that game does not matter, it does not affect you like whatsoever, like not even like the most like, wait, anyone who got like really into the game or whatnot would even like care to lose they like i don't know these games just go so quickly that like losing doesn't matter because if you lose you just hop in another game and like get to the same point so it's not like you play the game for like 30 minutes and then you lose and get second place yeah yeah, that's what I've never been a battle royale person, and I think the problem is just I yeah. I hate spending half an hour playing a round of PUBG just to get murked from some dude with a sniper who's hiding in a bush. Um, yeah, no, I've I've played my fair share of battle royale, battle royale games. Like I've played I've played Warzone, I've played Fortnite, I've played Apex, but like. Eventually, like, they're so, like, draining on your mental state that you literally have to quit after a while. But, like, Super Animal Royale, you never get drained by it. Like, we stopped. We played 20 games. (laughs) And the only reason we stopped, like, was just because we just wanted to stop. Yeah. Like, I could have kept going, but I had, like, kind of just woken up and just wanted to watch a bit of YouTube. And both, both even then, I still the wanted to play. Yeah. Um, I I just want to say though, I'm looking at the I'm looking at it right now. It's got a 10 out of 10 on Steam, <laughs> and 96% of Google users like the game, <laughs> and it has a four 4.6 stars, uh, on Google reviews. So, it's yeah, a mean- good game. I mean, I know that you know battle royales are fading, which I kind of liked, but um, yeah, I kind of like that they're fading. The, uh, yeah, because they were they were all basically the same. Yeah, that that was my problem. 
but honestly, uh, I think everyone should give it a try. It's a free game. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do have like the founders. Yeah, they do have the founders edition, which just gives you some cosmetics because that's the only thing in there. Like most battle royales, cosmetics, but it gives you some cosmetics. It gives you a yellow name instead of the white one. Oh, that's why people had like. Yeah, that's the like founders different edition. color. Which, I was I saw those people and I was like, why do they have names like that? Yeah, we actually have those too. They're automatically on. Oh, we do. Oh wait, I do. You don't. I was like, I didn't <laughs> pay for this. Yeah, uh, it's on Games Pass if you have that. I never even noticed that because. Yeah, when we're on uh, a team, you can't. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're always just like blue or whatever for me. So. Uh, Can I just like say it looks like. I, I, I like the, like, look of it. Like, it, it looks really nice. Like, it it's does a have cartoony a nice art style. whatever. Yeah. And the deer is single-handedly <laughs> the best animal there. I like the, I lo- I like the, uh, the blue jay. I like I Mordecai. Dude, I, I want to see all the animals. That's what I want to see. We got to do Rigby and Mordecai. We do. We got to run a duos. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, it's actually like a genuinely it's such a like I feel like it, it in a saturated world it's just like this one like original like idea that's just like <laughs> nice and it's just like wow look at that <laughs> out of all this trash I found here's, this here's something that's mediocrely good yeah something that's just not something that isn't like there because some company wants money it's something that was that feels like it was genuinely created by people who wanted to create a fun game and in a world that we in the world that we live in today that simply does not exist anymore <laughs> every game's such a like money hungry like cash grab and yeah there, even there's... though it seems original there's microtransactions everywhere and it's just ridiculous which in all honesty i think that is calming down because it kind of is spiked up you know in the past few years because people realized they could do it and then it became the standard but now everyone's like like why are you doing this to us we're the players and you're just milking us for every bit of you know money we have just to you know you're you're making us spend two hundred dollars just so that we can play uh darth vader um in a Star Wars game, uh, <laughs> like so, P- the the companies are realizing that they can't just keep doing this. So. Yeah. Even like even even you know Super Animal Royale has like, uh, like the Fortnite shop basically, and you have to like its own version of V Bucks. Yeah. Except it, you also can just buy things with money. But yeah, like there's a night bundle. That's forty percent off. It looks cool, but I'm not gonna buy it. I don't. I feel like it doesn't f- want you. It doesn't care if you buy it or not. It's just there if you want to. No, and it's like, not shoving it in your face either. Yeah, no, I didn't even like. Re- I honestly like forget that it has its own like little market thing, because you just unlock things. So, doesn't um, even matter. You see the new Fallout thing. Uh, for what? Fallout seventy six? Nope. A Fallout, new Fallout game? Fallout London, baby. Oh, 
Um, yeah, no, it's it's not I... it's not by Bethesda though. Um, Ooh, okay. It's a Fallout Four mod. Oh. But it's one of those mods that you you only use that mod, and you're basically playing an entire new game. Mm, so it's like like DLC almost ish. Yes and no. And no. <laughs> it's because because it literally is an entirely new story. It's a full size story. Like the only reason it's a mod is because they can use all of Fallout's assets. They can use all of Fallout's the engine and the code that's already there. You know, and all that all they have to do is just make the mod, make it their part and assemble pretty much they take the pieces of Fallout 4 and just assemble them how they want. And it makes it much more accessible to everyone. Makes it easier for them to design the or not design, but like produce the the game. Mm. And yeah, just. But that's uh. Um. You said Fallout, and I was just like <laughs> instantly like, oh god, <laughs> no. Fallout. Uh, no release date yet, but um. But, like, they, they have been posting more stuff. The official reveal trailer came out a few days ago, I think. So, they're definitely, uh, we're, we're getting there. Mm. Um, and off, off of that, off of, unless you have something to say, I got something off of Bethesda. I <laughs> used to really like Bethesda, mainly because they made Skyrim. But then they did all this Outer Scrolls Online and Fallout 76, and <laughs> it really deeply saddens me that they suck. <laughs> that they suck so much. So, that's all well, I have to say. Well, um, I, I definitely think... They were the way they were. I definitely before. think they realized they, they screwed up with those two. Mm-hmm. At least, God, I hope so, for their sake. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But this is on Starfield. Uh, yeah, their their new uh, their yeah. new game, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Fallout seventy four, yep, Fallout seventy four, um, yep, yeah. So Starfield, um, I don't know. I haven't really kept up with the news on it because I'm kind of just waiting for it to get closer to release date when like the videos and stuff that we'll get are gonna be actually in the game and aren't gonna be yeah. completely staged. I can't wait to see like. <laughs> another Fallout like seventy six like thing where people like YouTubers start playing like the beta and all you see is just light coming through buildings that it shouldn't <laughs> be coming through and like it glitched out grass and trees and everything's just awful and why did they release this? <laughs> it needs to go back into development. You know? Yeah, that's that was seventy six entirely. But I, I, I for one believe that we can't entirely blame um, Bethesda for that because the fans kind of did push it to get released. And yeah, but they should have told the fans to fuck off or something. Well, I, and they did for a while, but like it, it just it was re- or it was delay after delay to the point that's how that's how Dying Light was. And that's why I am legitimately fearing how Dying Light's going to turn out is because it was delay after delay. The community was like, where is the game at? And now we have a, now we magically have a release date. Like, is it actually ready? Or are we just trying to get it out? Like, 
Yeah, companies kind of got to not buckle to consumers overhyped. But the problem is that if they don't, they're going to lose their fans and they're going to lose their business. That's true, but, like, you got to come out and be like, guys, it's not ready yet. We're still working on it. We want it to be as good as it possibly can when we release it. We don't want to release trash. So please just, like, give us some time and take a fucking chill pill. Yeah, I think just a lot of companies don't understand that you you don't have to give the consumer something to put in their hand and play with. Now, what you do got to do is you got to make them confident that there's things being done. Um, mm-hmm. I've been following a game called Dead Matter. Um, so it's a little a little zombie survival game that's supposed to be like really realistic. Um, and it's it's made by a small team. Well, they had so much trouble in the beginning because it, it kept on getting pushed back and everyone was like, where's the game at? Well, they finally dropped the game and then they went radio silent for like a few months and everyone was like, can, can we please just, just know when the next update is? The game is literally, because when they dropped the game, it was in um, alpha and it was very, very unplayable. Like you could play it, but 90% of the time you'd fall through the floor. <laughs> um yeah <laughs> yeah it was it was bad and it was it was like literally you guys just went silent all we need to know just give us some images give us some updates on, on what you guys have fixed in the last week that's going to be in the next update we don't even want to know when the update is just let us know something is being done and companies just just like seem to fail to understand that and seem to think that they just need to buckle down and just forget the fact that they have fans that are bitching at them to get content out so that they just so they go silent and they just focus on it. It's like, no, we just need to know that you guys are, are doing something and that I'm not going to be stuck with this $30 game that I literally can't do anything with. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, saying about Starfield, though, um, I remember Todd Howard... Uh, in his words, said, uh, it's like Skyrim in space, which doesn't make me confident. <laughs> um, like Todd Howard's actual words where it's like Skyrim in space. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the big thing about it is that um, it's not coming out for PS5, which is upsetting a lot of people. It is an Xbox Wait. and PC exclusive. Oh, okay. Now I don't Wait, know. Why this this is... stuff happens, like. But I mean, people are like, it's it's Bethesda, you know. You're really gonna hold a Bethesda game from one console. But the other thing that I, I think yeah, they are is... owned by Microsoft now. That's they're, what I was, they're... yeah. That's what yeah, I was about like, to go into. Yeah, they're not gonna sell to the competition. Is or that maybe they will? It... <laughs> Is that um, Bethesda's excuse was that I just cut myself, Jesus Christ. Uh, Bethesda's excuse was that uh, they're trying to focus on the two consoles, uh, well, PC and Xbox, and they doing more is going to make the game take longer and it's not going to be as good. Um, the other explanation could be that it's 
um, that Microsoft told ZeniMax, which Microsoft bought ZeniMax, ZeniMax owns Bethesda is what it is. Microsoft mm-hmm. told ZeniMax, um, no PS5 for this. And ZeniMax told Bethesda, no PS5 for this. That's that's the other option. Which, I, I mean, makes sense. Like, Yeah, I mean, it, it is... It is what it is. It is a new I, Bethesda series. Not even a new Bethesda game. It's a new Bethesda yeah. series. So... Yeah, like, I mean, like, uh, my, uh, the PlayStation already has, like, a bunch of exclusive games. It's, like, here's, like, I feel like even, like, Xbox doesn't have that many, like, exclusive games. No, it I really may be that. wrong on that, but it, it like, After I feel Halo? like PlayStation is just being greeting here. Like... Well- it's not PlayStation that's complaining. It's it's at least that we've heard. I'm sure internally they're like they're like, oh god, this is gonna lose us so many sales. But like, it like they aren't complaining. It's the fans that own PS5s. Like you're the guys that. That's what I was saying. Oh, sorry. That like people <laughs> who own PS5s are gonna be like, this is dumb. Why not? It's like you already got like the uh, the whole Uncharted series. You got Spider Man. Calm your little like yeah, and Infamous. Calm down. <laughs> like what we get? Halo. <laughs> Halo Five Guardians, the worst in the series. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like you stop complaining. Let us have a winner or something. Like come on, <laughs> calm down, dude. It's just how the world works. <laughs> Um, I mean, you can complain, but you gotta complain that, you know... If you're gonna complain that Starfield should be on PlayStation, you also have to complain that, you know, Infamous and all of them games have to be on Xbox, too. You can't just have, oh, this game has to be on, uh, PlayStation, because it's by Bethesda or something. It's like, this is how the world works. This is competition. This is capitalism. (laughs) If you don't like it cry and shut your mouth this is how it's gonna work how i see it is that uh not bethesda sony is a lot like apple sony versus xbox or microsoft Mm. is a lot like apple versus samsung in the fact of i think we've discussed it on the podcast i have a very big hatred for apple um yeah me too (laughs) but like it used to be like when you you know look back at um at the PS2 versus the original Xbox. You know, what is an Xbox? We've never heard of it before. Now, we've dealt with a PlayStation before, so we know what a PlayStation 2 is, but what is an Xbox? You know, it didn't sell very well. And then the 360 versus the PS3. It was like, okay, Xbox 360, really really making plays here. PS3, not so much. And the PS4 versus the Xbox One, the PS4 was good. Okay, but Sony still thinks that they're in that position that they were in when it was the original Xbox versus the PS2. They still think that they have the name over Microsoft and that they can hold just a, a pseudo-monopoly over the market and that they can they can do things like have an overpriced system uh, because people clearly will buy it, as they did. Um, you know, And they think that they can have all these exclusives and no one's going to complain because everyone's already going to have a PlayStation. Well, no, they're not because Xbox is actually kind of good. 
And yeah, it's like it's just like I, it's, yeah. I always hate like Xbox versus PlayStation. It's like eh, they're pretty similar. And that's the worst just, part. <laughs> they're 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 just similar. Just buy one, honestly. Like I mean, PlayStation's got you know exclusives, and PlayStation's got something else. I'm sure. But like Xbox has basically the same stuff. They're like basically the same things. Like I'm sure there's some like micro details that are different. Like uh, PlayStation yeah. runs better. <laughs> In my opinion, Xbox has better controllers. Oh, hands down. I mean, yeah. other, other than the <laughs> fact that the PlayStation controllers have like the the motion. Yeah, stuff. but like. Other than that, who? Though. What? What does that even matter? Who needs that though? Like, what? What? Like, what's yeah, it, the point of that? Other than it just being a gimmick, a cool, yeah, a, a, just a gimmick that you can like sell off of. Like, oh, we have this new touchpad thingy, <laughs> and you can do some with it. <laughs> like, like, what did it even? Like, it was in. I think Infamous was used to, like, sell it, wasn't it? Like, Infamous Second Son was, like... I don't remember. All I, I know is that I Infamous... remember... I thought I thought it was, like, a big, like, part of, like... They were trying to sell, like, this new, like, touchpad thingy. And that, like, Infamous was, like, one of the biggest, like, games that had it. I don't And what remember... did you even use it with? Like, I... what did you do with it? I don't remember the touch. I remember the shaking... You would shake up a spray can, and that was the only time you ever moved the... Oh, yeah. Yeah, really <laughs> amazing. How amazing is that, guys? <laughs> let's 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 immerse these people so that when they shake a spray can, they ha- also have to shake their controllers. <laughs> so immersive. I'm immersed, Clay. I'm immersed. I am infamous second son. Who cares? <laughs> I want to shake my controller so I can feel like I'm spray painting. <laughs> That's kind of cringe, home dog. Oh yeah, it was terrible. I I I was well. Did Spider Man also use it? I thought like Spider Man used Spider-Man. it. Maybe. Sp- Wait, no. Spider Man was Spider Man only PS Five. Spider Man might have been PS Five. Uh, no, it was PS Four. Was it? Yeah, it was late in the PS4 cycle. Uh, I don't know if it did actually use it there, but maybe it did. I hope Spider-Man gets taken from Sony. That'd be great. I'd laugh at their face, cause I I I don't like the Sony versus Marvel thing. Like mm, Spider-Man, <laughs> I wish Marvel still had Spider-Man, cause I feel like. Marvel's actually doing something with Spider-Man. I was trying to. Yeah. Like what? What is what has Sony done with Spider-Man, other than make the game and make uh, Venom some time ago? <laughs> I have no clue. I don't normally keep up the track with superheroes. I don't either. I'm I I'm glad that like. They let Marvel... Didn't they let Marvel... I'm pretty sure they let Marvel do, like, Spider-Man Homecoming. Although, I, I think they were they were trying to pull some move or something 
and not allow them to continue using Spider-Man in the Marvel Universe. Which, I feel like Spider-Man's kind of the biggest, like, person in the Marvel Cinematic Universe right now. Now that everyone else is dead, basically. All they, you know, have is, like, some lesser-known people and uninteresting people and, uh, Captain Marvel. (laughs) Big yikes there. So you've seen the stuff with uh, Netflix turning video games into movies and TV. They wait turning video games into movie and TV. Yeah. Okay, I thought you. I I, I almost like thought you said turning movies and in, into video <laughs> games. Like wait, what? <laughs> that that <Darn> like before. <laughs> like, yeah, but like what? Didn't they? They did something recently, didn't they? Um, I'm looking into it. They did Witcher, which which was god awful. I heard from what I heard, it was it was good by itself. If you knew anything about Witcher, it was terrible. It, I didn't even know anything about Witcher, but I thought it was just garbage because watching it was so confusing. Because it goes back and forth in time, and you can't tell the timeline of the series. So, like, when I was watching it, like, it's it's entertaining. But, like, I couldn't tell what was happening and when. Because it all just had this weird little timeline thing. And so, I was I just didn't understand what was happening and when, and... Like I, I just didn't understand like anything. It was, it, I almost wished that I had known more about like, uh, Witcher, Witcher and whatnot before I'd watched it, so I could understand like th- the tiniest amount of what was happening. <laughs> like, I know there's Witcher and there's monsters, whatever. I know that bit and whatnot, but I can't tell. I don't know what the actual fuck was happening in the show because it was so all over the place i don't even remember if it had like a big bad guy of the the show i don't even i don't even remember the story of the show because it was so weird yeah i never watched it so i have no clue yeah don't watch it (laughs) i i wouldn't recommend it i feel like i have to watch it again now so i can like truly state that yes this is garbage and i had no or i genuinely don't know what is going on because i feel like at some like when i was watching it i probably wasn't paying attention because it was probably just one of those shows that i watched while i'm like playing minecraft or whatever and i just need background music or background noise whatever people doing stuff whatever yeah i listen to a i listen to like i have like one of the creepy pasta channels up just for some cringe. Mm. <laughs> yeah, no, I I usually watch like Town of Salem videos while I'm playing. That's nice. Oh, yeah, I I really like Town of Salem. I wish it was still free. <laughs> but yeah, I sh- I I don't know about what you're saying. So, uh, any new games you're looking at? 
I don't want to look at any new games because if I look at new games or whatever, I'm gonna want to buy them. And I've already bought so many games, like since I've graduated. Like I, I've like. I don't, I, don't, I don't even know how many games I've bought. Like, I know I've gotten Battlefield 5. I've gotten Rust. <laughs> and, like, there's some other games that I've gotten, like, in the short span of time. It's literally been, like, a month since I've graduated. And I've just bought, like, five games. I'm just like, I need to chill. So I'm trying to avoid looking at games. Especially games that are on sale or whatever. Because I... I know I'm gonna buy them because that's what I did with Battlefield Five. Yeah. Oh, I, I saw. You know, I had friends that were playing it, so I was like, "Oh, it's on sale. Might as well get it." And I hate the story of Battlefield Five, by the way. I never actually. I, I have it, but I never played it. I don't play the story of it. Don't. It's like the multiplayer is all right. The story, god awful. <laughs> It, it it tries to do a Battlefield 1, except Battlefield 1 stories were actually kind of good. Yeah, I think Leaf is trying to tell me. No, <laughs> Battlefield 5's stories are the most generic, cliched stories I've ever seen. And it sucks. The only good story, I think, the one that like I think I like, was the last one where you're a German like tank officer or whatever? That was the only good one, and it, it was still cliched, but it was still like a little interesting and fun. The other ones were just generic, cliche. Yeah. Like the first one, the very first one. I'm gonna spoil it because it sucks, <laughs> and I don't care. But um, and the end part of the uh. Okay, actually, I'll, I'll describe what the first one, the first story is about. You're basically a kid. You're like, you're pretty young or whatever. Yeah. You, you're in jail or whatever, and some officer's like, I can let you out of here if you come with me and we do secret missions and whatnot. <laughs> you can join my team or whatever. Uh, a team that's non-existent, by the way. Oh. And, like, you go, you accept whatever, and you go with him, and, like, in the first, like, mission, like, the first, like, scene-ish, when you get to, like, wherever you're supposed to go, whatnot, whatever, where the story, like, begins, and, yeah. Do you see people run by, your team run by? You never see them again. <laughs> that was one of the things I was wondering. It's just me and this dude, really. This is our team. Me and some old dude. And I, it, it was so dumb. And it, it copied the last mission of uh, Battlefield 1, where it was go to th these three places and destroy these objectives or whatever. Although in the uh, Battlefield 1, it was send miss go to these three places and send a message or whatever from each of them. But yeah, it was, it was cliche, like, stealth, go to three places, do this objective in each of the three places, yada, yada, yada. And the end, the end was, I hate, I hate the end, because it was like, oh no, we have to do a last stand, me and this one dude, and we get attacked by literally every German in the German army, 
and then, oh, oh no, we're gonna lose, we can't keep this up, oh no, oh, but the message that I sent earlier actually went through to the uh, British Navy or whatever, and we're saved, I swear hell? they they literally pulled that off in the first, they pulled it off in Battlefield 1, they're, I don't remember which story it is, but one of the uh, characters, is they're in like danger or whatever. And he calls for backup on the enemy radio. And then the, you know, mentor's like, You idiot! You just, you just led all of them to our positions. Or whatnot. And it's like... It's so dumb. It, it was just a cliche. They'd already done it before. I also think... <sighs> okay, never mind. Yeah, I never actually played it, so... <laughs> yeah, no. It, it was... So... <laughs> cliche to not like it's it's not even like okay if you just want to waste time because it's just like it's just so cliche and just like there's some interesting ideas but they just made it so like cliche oh no this character's gonna die oh they're saved oh oh but this character died yeah no i know i predicted this at the beginning of the mission like <laughs> it, it, it's so predictable and kind of just disappointing because they could have done some really cool things but they didn't but yeah but the multiplayer is all right i mean it's just battlefield i mean i, I was playing the i was playing rush one of the game modes with a friend and it genuinely feels like we had a last stand and we were just fighting to the end and just throwing everything we had at them knowing knowing full well we were gonna lose the match because yeah yeah. Because they had so many lives left and were just like on the last, like pushing the last objective hard. But we were just still trying to defend it as best we could. And we held off for quite a while, but eventually lost. And it felt, it was really cool. And then we, uh, we did that. We actually had a scenario like that again where we were defending or whatever and they were all they had to do is get the last objective and there were rockets flying in tanks rolling up and we somehow managed to kill we had to kill 200 people or survive for 17 minutes and we managed <laughs> to kill 200 people Jesus. on the last objective oh it was God. it felt so amazing to actually manage to pull that off i was literally in like there was, I forget, it was, I don't know what the map was called, but there was this, like, town hall or whatever, and I'm in the right side of the town hall, and there's people charging rockets flying into the, like, windows, and we're just all, like, trying to avoid it. There's, like, five of us in that room. We lose it a few times, but manage to take back that room, and it, it was just so intense. Like, I swear for, like, a solid, like, ten minutes, me and him just were quiet, and just focus so hard on pushing the enemy back and keeping them from getting to the objective. And it it was genuinely like it was genuinely one of the like most fun like moments I've ever had in a video game. Which is a shame that the video game's kind of <laughs> mediocre at best. But that's the worst. Still. I, I hate mediocre games. Like the ones that are rated like five out of ten for me. Yeah. Cause it's like it's there, you know, good games are good games, bad games are somewhat good in how bad they are, but mediocre games, it's like, what is your purpose? 
It's like, yeah. You're not good. You're not good in a bad way. You just are there. <laughs> you're just there. As long as you can have, like, some good moments with, like, a mediocre game, it's alright. But even then, it's just like, why are you so mediocre? Like, I... <laughs> I don't, like, bad games that, like, you can still have fun with are genuinely one of the most, like, fun things to have and simultaneously just the worst thing. Like, there's, I, I feel like there's nothing worse than enjoying a really bad game that doesn't deserve to be enjoyed. Yeah. But at the same time, it's so fun. I feel, I, there's some game that's, like, sort of, like, popping into mind, but I can't think of the name of it or what you did in it. But I swear it was incredibly bad and didn't deserve to be, like, it didn't deserve for anyone to have fun playing it, but it was still fun. Actually, I think a lot of, like, uh, Xbox indie games from on the 360 were so bad they were good. Like, there was some zombie game that I played. Murder Miners. No, the the it, I forget what it was called. It was one dollar. I I remember all the indie games were one dollars. I I loved the indie games because they were so cheap and like you could get like a lot of fun out of them. But like, it it was it was some zombie game, kind of like Call of Duty zombies, except like in a happy like town whatever. Yeah. And you just survive, and it was fun or whatnot. Yeah. There's also Castle Miner Z, dude. <laughs> it looked so bad, but it was so fun. It had aliens, dude. And if you dug down a certain amount or traveled like 3,000 blocks out or whatever, you would go into hell and whatnot. <laughs> dude, I, I love that game. I wish it came back. That Actually, it may have come back to Xbox One. See, that... that there revamped was, version. There's a lot of the Xbox Marketplace games like that. Yeah, Castle Miner Z, Murder Miners. You ever play Murder Miners? Yeah. Oh, dude, that game was so much fun if you were playing with friends. Like, yeah. the grapple hook on one of the large maps was just so fun. Dude, I I really don't know why they like got rid of these, like, games. They really need to bring them back to Xbox. Because <laughs> I, think, I think, like, that genuinely... What made me so fond of, like, the Xbox 360 were these trashy games that were so fun, though. Like, it it just, like, they're games that, like, literally were meant to just make memories. Even though they were bad, you could still just, you'd never forget them because you just had so many good memories with them. And I think the unfortunate part of that is that it's, it's a change of demographic. You know, when we were kids, those were the games because you knew that you'd have smaller children and, you know, teens who will play basically anything and at least give it a chance. You know, mm-hmm. now the kids that are playing, you know, yeah, there are there are smaller children that play games. You know, let's let's be honest. Yeah. And they only want like Fortnite and Call of Duty and, and they, they want the high the high profile games. They want 4K resolution <laughs> at least, you know, because because most of the time their parents will shell out sixty bucks just to give them you know a week of entertainment until yep. they're like, I want a new game. Like back when we were kids, it was like you just you know, sure that was only I mean not a few years ago, but that was 
not too long ago, and it was like, oh, you want that game? You better start doing your chore for the next year and a half. Like, <laughs> that that's sort of how I, like, I always loved that I kind of had that, like, relationship with my parents, like, in terms of, like, I, if I wanted a game, sometimes they'd let me, they'd just buy it for me. But, like, a lot of the time, and I kind of developed this, and I even do this today, I'll be like, hey, you know, can I get this game? I'll pay you back later. Yeah. Or whatever. I have to pay my mom for Battlefield Five. I should have <laughs> done that yesterday. I was only twelve dollars. Yeah, that's how I am. And like, there, I won't, I won't buy a game. You know, I won't have my parents buy me a game unless I'm paying for it. If yeah. I'm going to pay them back for it, because I, I, I don't want to do that unless it's like my birthday or Christmas. Like, that's fine because it's a gift. Yeah. But, like, I don't want to, I'm, like, 17 here, and I've graduated high school. I'm not going to have them <laughs> buy me games still. That's just, yeah, that's just dumb. Which, even when I was, I, mean, I don't even have a job. I just saved money from Christmas and whatnot because I, like, for a long period of time didn't want any games and didn't care. Uh, I, I still don't, like, care to buy anything other than, like, sh- stuff for, like, gaming and whatnot. Yeah. So I just have money yeah and that's like so. like my parents they didn't push me but like they basically said you know because obviously i got older and you know the things that i would want got more expensive that's just how things goes and yeah i was and it was like okay well if you want anything that's even slightly expensive you better you either have better have good reason for us to get it or you better have the money to get it you know, and that's why you got a job. Yeah, and I, I since I was like twelve, I've had a, a, eleven or twelve, I've had a paper route, where sure I made like, I only made like forty forty. Bucks like every two weeks, but like man, let me tell you, having forty bucks every two weeks, was, so nice to have, when I went from nothing to that, and only being twelve years old, like. <laughs> Yeah, no, you're you're like me, except when I was basically given, or not. It wasn't even like a verbal like expression of the situation. It was more like I should just start paying for these games. I I sort of was just like I like if I wanted something expensive, it was just like either I have to save up and you know give a good amount of this money. And they can pay the rest, and then I'll pay them back or whatever. Or I just won't get it. And that's why, like, you know, I don't get, like, P- that's why I don't have a PC or whatever. Yeah. I'm not gonna be like, hey, buy me a thousand dollar PC, <laughs> whatever. And, you know, I was just like, it's not really necessary because I got, you know, an Xbox, and now I got a laptop too. So I'm just like, so I was just like, oh, I don't really need a PC. Yeah. And now I'm planning on getting a PC with my graduation money. I'm not going to use it for college or anything. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I, I don't know. Personally, I find something satisfying about, you know, working for my money. And then, sure, I hate going to work every day. Well, I mean, you know, every day that I work, I hate going in. I hate the entire time that I'm there. I'll get off and I'll be like, man, why do I have this job? And then my paycheck rolls around. I'm like, that's why. Yeah. 
And yeah, that's that's one of my like worst things about like uh getting a job is like I want a job that won't like upset me like and I won't have my day ruined by it. I like I want a mediocre job that I don't have to like think about too much and then I can just get home and do whatever I feel like. Like that's that's the thing, like a lot of like parents nowadays are like you have to get a good job and this job has to fulfill your life. I don't want a job that like has to be a part of my life. I want a job that I just forget about, you know, and don't have to worry about. Like I don't want some job that is controlling my life. Well, and and here's the thing though, is that like a lot of that like some people are like, "Well, I want a job that I'll actually like." Okay? Here's the part about that. It's a job, it's work. You make money doing it mm-hmm. for a reason. No one wants to do it. And that's why you are getting paid to do it. You know. I just I just want a job that's like not gonna like ruin my day, you know, just make me angry and just sad and disappointed in life and then I mean you know and whatever. And the thing is As long though, as I'm getting like decent pay and I can just continue to do whatever I feel like. Yeah, the thing is I'm though okay. is that any job you have it's yeah, what well, most jobs you have there will be outliers um it's a situation of it might and or it, it it might ruin your day it might not it just depends on how you handle it you know i've i've had days where it really just pisses me off and i'll go home and i'll be pissed off for the rest of the day those days are very few and far between and it used to happen a lot more once i first started working you know before i had you know the mindset that i needed to have where it's, it's just work. As soon as I clock out, I'm done. I'm leaving. End of story. What happened, happened. And, and, you know, I'm out. I can go do my free time. Or I can go enjoy my free time however I want. You know, it was back then. It, it was back when, before I had that mindset. And I was like, I was like, well, you know, this happened. And, you know, that just that just pissed me off. And now I'm just pissed off. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like, it is what it is. What are you going to do? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I want to do YouTube sometime. Like, actually commit to that you know like i uploaded youtube videos or whatever gaming videos and you know they weren't great but you know i i didn't mind doing them but like i i want something like i would love to have you know like a job or whatever and then you know do like youtube in the meantime just like eh, if it whatever it doesn't yeah if it doesn't turn you know, out it doesn't go anywhere out. it's fine like i've been you know well, I haven't been doing animation, but I had, like, started doing animation and whatever. And I thought about this last night. I was like, I should just, like, do just dumb little funny, like, animations. And then, you know, upload them to YouTube and just, like, you know, just have that as, like, a nice little hobby on the side. And, like, just have something, like, fun to do other than just watching YouTube and, like, playing video games all day. I just want, like, something that I can, like, put my creativity into. That's why I've just been, like, kind of messing around with animation. Yeah, I, th- I think anything like that, though, it's, like, you just you just got to find out what you like doing, you know? Mm-hmm. It, like, I, I did animation, and I kind of forgot all about how to do it. <laughs> and, the, like, learning it again was kind of fun. Same thing with, like, uh, making that game. Uh, oh, yeah, that you spent... IT. You spent like a month on it, 
it was like the last month of school, and that was the only reason it was only a month, but... <laughs> yeah, no, like, that... Well, I it wasn't, like, the last month of school. It was, like, the month before the last month of school. But, like, it was fun learning about doing that. I, like, actually managed to get my character to, like, move around and not fall through the ground, which was honestly <laughs> a pretty easy thing to do. Like, I could do that on my own. Like, I remembered how to do that. I actually did do that on my own. But, like, it was, like, I learned a little more about coding. I learned more, I learned about, like, uh, the light tool. Because uh, Unity has a light tool yeah. that, like, creates light for you. That was actually, like, a really nice feature because I feel like coding light would be <laughs> awful. So, like, I, I, I created this crappy little, like, house or whatever and just put some decorations or whatnot in it and a lamp. And I put a, a light in the lamp so it looked like it was coming from the lamp. And it, I, I was just, like, I just liked that. I, you know, I just liked messing around with that and, like, even though, like, I had no true, like, plan on what I wanted to make it, besides it was going to be uh, a survival game. Yeah. Or whatever. I mean, even, yeah, uh, even like that, like, you know. I never implemented any of that, though, like, the survival aspect. Actually, I may have you may, put I thought... in health. I may have put in health and uh, thirst and stuff, but it never, like... Works. I never put in the code for it to, like, actually deplete and then kill you or whatever. Plus, I never had, like, I had the, uh, the, like, zombies and whatnot, but I never had it so they moved or anything. I did have it so, uh, they would just fall over. So, like, you'd walk up to, like, <laughs> if you saw any of the zombies, you'd just see that they were just falling constantly. Because... <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I I did something with like the animation because I was trying to uh, work with the animation of it to get them to like move and stuff. Yeah. And uh, it was. I couldn't remember how the animation sort of worked. So it's just and like I a was loop using of them falling. Yeah, I was. I was <laughs> just. I I had. It was a pre. It was an asset. Right. So I just downloaded it. Yeah. Whatever. Someone else made it, and it came with those like animations or whatever. So I was just like messing around with it and whatnot, and I somehow just made it so that they just always just went into like falling over. <laughs> so it'd reset, and then they'd fall over again, and it'd reset, and they'd fall over again. I was just like, okay. But, uh, so I, I kind of messed with the animation a bit, but never knew how that. I, because I had done it before, and uh, like game design where I first learned it. Yeah. But. I didn't, I, I feel it's so much easier to make 2D games. I'm just gonna say that. <laughs> like I, that's where I learned most of like my game making stuff was making uh, uh like a 2D game, 2D games in uh, uh Adobe uh Game Maker or something like that. And uh, like I made a 2D. I mean, it was kind of like the thing, but we had to make a 2D like plane game or whatever, and you could shoot your plane and whatnot and it created randomly generated waves of enemies and whatnot and so i and they could shoot too and yeah that was probably the only like finished slide well not really finished but like decent game that i genuinely made yeah and it wasn't like i made it personally i mean we were told how to <laughs> do all this stuff and whatnot and it wasn't like i 
came up with any part of it. I was just told, so you can do, uh, if you put in this, you could do that, whatever. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, but, I mean, I think just, it's just, I mean, I mean, clearly you enjoy game making to some capacity. And I mean, it, I don't, I don't, like, it's enjoyable, it's fun to mess around with this. And I've toiled with the idea, like, I used to toil with the idea of becoming a game developer. But I, I could not become a game developer. Like, remembering any, like, part of a code that, like, it, it just would be way too much for me. Like, I can't remember, like, any code. Well, here's... Like, at all. Here's the thing with that, like, is that I've heard from a lot of people who, like, do that kind of stuff. It's, it's not about remembering in the code. It's about being able to find what code you need, you know. Yeah, but that that's so that sucks too because I don't know if you know this. It's really difficult to take <laughs> someone's code and then combine it with another person's code to get the des- desired output or whatever. Because I like doing that. It just like either doesn't work or it just works incredibly badly. In other words, it just doesn't work. <laughs> so, it's just, like... And, like, scouring the web. Like, I spent so much of my time making that game. Well, and so, making the game was just scouring the web, looking for any sort of code that would help. And oftentimes, the code wouldn't really help. <laughs> it would sort of work, but then it'd create a thousand other problems. Yeah. And it was likely because... uh you know, the version of Unity that I was working on was updated and new, and their version was older, and so it's just, like, it it hurts to, like, constantly look for code and then try and combine it with other code or just finding that code and that code not working. It's just painful. And it's, it's fun to see that, you know, final product, but, like, Working on a 3D game, I could never, like, finish a 3D game. A 2D game, I could make you <laughs> a simple 2D game, and that would be fine. Nothing, like, too extreme. Yeah. But, like, doing that as, like, a job, I'd off myself immediately. There's no way I could, like, keep up with that and just, like, have fun doing it. Because that, like, sometimes when I was making the one game, it was just, like, this is so annoying. I can't get him to, like... I, I think trying to get him to look around was such a, like, hassle. Like, finding any code that would work with that. Because they had changed some part of the code, like, whatever made him turn. They, it, it just wasn't working, and it would do weird things. Like, I could literally, sp- like, spin my character around trying to look or whatever. Like, I could spin him vertically, and it... And then it was just, yeah. Yeah. Like, I couldn't, like, if I, I mean, I managed to, like, get it so, like, uh, it would stop at a certain point, so you could only work, like, look a certain amount down. The only problem is, is that you would look down and see that your shadow, the shadow of your character, was clearly floating, because the head doesn't just rotate, so I had to, I I was in the midst of figuring out uh, how to just get the head to move instead of, like, the whole body. And, yeah. But, game developing isn't a simple thing in the least bit. No, I wouldn't Especially if so. you're a solo person. 
and I think it, just like game design alone, like after taking game design like sophomore year, I had gotten like a deeper like appreciation for games, especially like 2D games. Like I could like I would know like some of the code. Like, I would know roughly the code that they used to make their character move or jump or get this to do that. And I'd be like, that's cool. That's That was, like, nice information. Cool information and uh, whatnot. Yeah. My animation's a lot easier than <laughs> coding. So, I've been working on that. Although, that is a tedious process. Both <laughs> game design and animation are very tedious. And... I, it, the thing is, is though, uh, thing is though, that once you finish the, you get the finished product, it's so worth it. Usually, if it's good, it's worth it. Even if it's bad, but like still like, okayish, it's still worth it. Like, there's some sense of pride that you can get from making a game, even if it's bad. Or an animation, even if it's bad. Well, uh, well looks like we're uh, hitting our. We actually already hit our <laughs> hour marker. Like an hour. And yeah, but then we like... start talking about game design. <laughs> and oh yeah, I, I, uh... so, yeah, I, I think that's gonna be it for uh, this episode. Yeah. Um, any last words? We started this. We started this episode with absolutely no idea where it would go <laughs> and we somehow managed to surpass <laughs> the length not. of <laughs> anywhere close to what I thought this would be like we got to like 30 minutes and like oh thank god we've gone this far and like <laughs> we've only got like 15 minutes left in this I bet but, uh, we managed to push through 10 minutes over god damn <laughs> yeah and this this is probably gonna come out a bit later than it should because I completely forgot we had to do a podcast yesterday. <laughs> We're doing this Friday. Yeah, this is... I I it was like eight thirty. I wasn't. I didn't even get the Discord message from you <laughs> saying like you ready or oh, whatever. Shit. I got the second message. The second message at eight thirty, and I was like, well, it, uh, whatever. I I was just like, See, yeah, whatever. We'll just. Take I'm, I'm gonna try and get this episode out uh, tonight. So Friday, hit our normal episode. So uh, yeah, if you're yeah. if you're hearing this on Friday, you'll know I got it done. Um, yeah, it's Colby's Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, we can't. We gotta play Super Animal Royale though. <laughs> All right, we gotta. As tradition. As tradition, we must play a game after a podcast. All right. Well. Uh, yeah. See y'all later. Bye.